Oh, hi there. It's James. Um, just interrupting this broadcast to say, if you like the podcast, can you please go onto iTunes, subscribe to it, leave a review, say how much you like it, and maybe get in touch with us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Johnny Greenwood, and I play the guitar and the piano and the penny whistle and the bassoon for the Radioheads. I'd like to tell you about the new drop shop from the people who brought you the Dropwine Delivery app. It's at 175 Drury Lane and is a beautifully composed emporium of fine wine and not so fine wine. Each day they offer their daily special by the glass at a knockdown price, sometimes as low as £2. Imagine! Download the app today from dropwine.co.uk and receive £10 off your first order when you enter Kitchen on Fire in the promo code. Toodles! Please bring responsive with your associate employee contemporaries, porraries, porraries, I know you're recording, but I always start, so you start today. Right, let's hit the ground running today on this week's episode of The Kitchen is on Fire. James, you've got loads of notes. Do you remember when we used to go, like, I mean, maybe the first two episodes? Go back and listen to them, listeners. They're real fun. Don't listen to them. Uh, it'll be like, welcome to episode three of The Kitchen is on Fire. I'm James. Oh, I'm Sam. Do we used to do that? Oh, yeah. Now we're incredibly now we're just famous. Like, we just, we just cold, was it called cold opening? Yeah, straight yeah. in there. Absolutely, ice cold. Hitting so many grounds. Speaking of ice running. cold, I've been reading about a gentleman, Dearman, Peter Dearman, I think, could be his name, who, um, in a book called We Do Things Differently, um, he came up with uh, an engine that is driven by air. Imagine that, Sam. Clean air. Greta would love that shit. He's been working on it since the 60s. Well, air, when it gets to a certain coolness, mm. talking minus 200-odd, yeah. becomes a liquid and releases a certain amount of energy when it turns back into a gas. A natural gas? And he's been a very, the most natural of all gases, and he just harnesses that energy to make an engine. But don't you need an engine to make the air cold? So it's a bit of a chicken and egg situation. Oh, come on, mate. Don't be silly. <laughs> Coolant. But, um... Yeah, I haven't got to that bit. I think that's how he uses... Dry, there's, uh, de-icer is somewhere in the mix. Oh, is it? Kind of de-icer. Kills cats. But so I also learned, and it's fascinating... De-icer? Yeah. So don't de-ice your cat. No. If you've got a cold cat, No, it's, proper, it's really bad for cats. But then well, saying that I, suppose, that, I suppose cars are bad for cats who in Who discovered that de-icer was bad for cats? <sighs> so that's tough to tell. I haven't, got, I haven't got an answer to that. What happened? The, the cat died, one would assume. But who was like, oh, I wonder, you know, the de-ice in the windscreen, it's a frosty morn, out comes the cat, cat's looking cold, they're like, might as well de-ice you while I'm at it. I think you have to, um... That was the sound. You have to test, (laughs) you have to test things before they go to market, don't you? Yeah. So if you've got a new product coming to market, that's... Coming to market, stop saying that. Yeah. Uh, if you've got a new product coming to market... Yeah. Then you need to test Test it it and see see what it kills. 
But if you're like, oh, it kills cats, probably shouldn't use it. Or do you just put on the side of the de-icer, don't use on your cat? Well, how many animals do you think they test these things on? So they're like... Well, so oh. I thought it was just mice and rats. Yeah, but why is it that? Because it's not like people have those. They should. I'm not advocating on testing animal testing. I'm not. I, but I they am. must have a list of stuff like, oh, this will kill... A, 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 a badger, a, a bad, horse, a badger, a horse, and a whelk, and a whelk. But uh, but it's fine for squid, giraffe, and Dogs. yeah, and ibixes. What are those things called? Ibix, ibix, ibix. I, yeah, ibis. ibis. That's a hotel chain. I think it's also a bird. Is it? Yeah. Is it a bird what about or like a, rear? a Chris Rear? Is that like an antelope it's a bit type like thing? An emu. Oh, that's a bird then. Yeah, it's a big old bird. You can get rear eggs. They have them down at Clarence Court in Cornwall. Do they? Yeah. I went to school with a girl called Rhea. Did you? Yeah. Was she a really nice girl? She was fine. You made that joke on the reg? No. You probably shouldn't have. Anyway. Anyway, what I also learned from this fascinating book, this isn't even on my notes, Sam. You Uh, just said something about it being cold. Um, A gallon of petrol, uh, the the energy produced by a gallon of petrol, Mm. could uh, charge your iPhone every day for 45 years so petrol's brilliant petrol's brilliant if you had a ga- the same um, uh, volume I think of uranium maybe even a litre of uranium yeah maybe I'm talking litres not even gallon guess how, how, long, how many times it could charge your phone more than a gallon of for like 40 million years every day really so why are we fucking around with these batteries and we could all just have a little uranium pack because you've you got to put the waste somewhere don't you you just put it in your pocket. But actually, just if it's going it to last for 40 million years, why are they making so much waste? Okay. have to ask NASA that. Yeah. The North American Space Agency, not NASA Hussein, the ex-England cricket <laughs> captain. Uh, yeah. You could ask him. Yeah. He's got an opinion on most things, that guy, so he might, he might have an insight. Um, so, here we go, Sam. First note, yeah. just thank you to Tim and Jordan and the team at Trullo for having us to a hashtag invite 10th birthday party last week. We had a delightful time, except you got the shits. But let's not blame it on them. Could have been the sushi you had that day. Didn't get the shits. Just the six. Just the six, yeah. But I had loads of the food there. It was but, fine. So I woke up in the middle of the night and vomited everywhere. This is a really good message to be delivering in thanks to Trollo. Yeah, yeah, but, it's, Just, but so it turns out it's not their fault. Which I didn't think it was their fault. I mean, you've always had a gammy tummy, haven't you? No, I've got a stomach of solid steel. But then I told my wife what... She said, oh, she was sort of mildly sympathetic. And then she said, what did you eat? And I said, oh, I put down a lot of pate at the party. And I did put down a lot of pate. How many parties, how many pates did you put down at the party? It's tough to tell, but I put a dent in the supply, that's for sure. Uh, But then my wife pointed out that, according to her, I'm allergic to pate, and every time I eat it, I puke. Seems like a weird thing to be allergic to, but when she, liver, when she, well, no, I don't did know. You had liver yesterday, did I? Look, pigeon, we had liver, only a little bit. It yeah, it's only a little bit. But you put down a lot of the liver. Yeah, so there. maybe I'm. A, can you be allergic to liver? Because she's got a point. Yes, so I mean, you, I'm denying pregnant? it. She says I'm all right with terrines, but not pates, and that seems like an arbitrary yeah. split. But she, uh, there was a period of time where I was putting down some pate, and every tell time you, I put tell it down, you makes I a fucking mean pate. Who? Our guest this week, but we'll get on to that. All right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's not a blame of blame to Chulo. Uh, thanks for having us. We had a good time. I and could have really lent into that night, but I was ill with the Ill. with the fever. Yeah, I was, was been bed at half. Not eight. the Saturday night version. No, either. no, Wednesday night, just poorly. Takes so, a lot. To, takes a lot to put me down, but that put me down for twenty four hours. But the Chulo fella's coming on, isn't he? So we can ask him if he is responsible for my sickness. Oh, yeah, we've got not. Tim on in a few weeks. 
Mean time. So thanks to them. No next one. I've never had so many notes. Plowing through. I mean, the next one's annoying. I just saw it on Twitter and wrote, made a note of it because I thought it was germane to you, except it's a rubbish list. The picky eater test. You get a point for everything you won't eat. Okay. I went through it thinking, this is going to be hilarious because Sam is going to come out with 20 points. It's really basic stuff. Honey's not even on there. And I know you won't eat that. Butter's not even on there. You won't eat that. But <laughs> it's like ketchup. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, you're... Yeah, okay. I love, yeah. I love You like a bit of mayo? Yeah. Mustard. Ranch dressing. Vinegar. Soy sauce. Cheese. You don't like. I do. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, you hate cheese. I love cheese. Raw fish. Yeah. Not not wild about. You don't like sushi. I don't, don't mm. dislike sushi. No, I'm just not, not going to drop six quid on some sushi. Snails. Yeah, I love a snail. I'm skipping all the things you do like. I like everything. That's why. Nah, you don't lettuce. I, I love lettuce. Just eat. I'd eat a head of it like an apple. Your bell big... peppers. Yeah. Does anybody really like bell peppers? Yeah. I... Really, but this is things you don't, you won't oh, eat. No, I'll eat everything. Nothing I won't eat. Right. Apart from what are those poo sausages, the French ones. Tripe. No, on duet. On duet. Yeah. Yeah, I won't eat those because I've tried. Yeah, and they're I'll, horrible. They're, they are disgusting. Uh, I mean, everything. I mean, milk. You won't have. You wouldn't eat a gallon of milk, would you? A gallon. Drink. drink. You wouldn't I don't drink. Think many people of, could. Would you drink a glass of milk? It's a showy water. Yogurt. <laughs> Cow juice. Cow juice, yeah. Yogurt. I mean, it's a shit. So that was I had yogurt this morning. I really you? enjoyed it. Really with enjoyed the, with it. With that little granola you yeah, produced. Yeah, I was baffled, but I had like a craving for it. I was in Boots this morning buying a deodorant and some nicotine patches, and I thought, oh, really fancy some yogurt. And then I thought maybe I should get a pregnancy test because I thought it was having weird. Sick, pate sick. Because you craved the pate, you ate loads of it, and then yeah. you're sick. I'd say the evidence is pointing very much towards <laughs> that I'm pregnant. All right, you got your you got a little bee in your bonnet with Victor Gravy, Chef Vincent Gravy, about queuing for food. Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, Ollie Debout. I didn't read the article. I don't care what where Ollie Debout wants to eat, but Ollie Debout said places he likes to eat, and somewhere in the article he said that he refuses to queue for food. Mm. And Chef VDDG Vincent Gravy said. Uh, something along the lines of preach, yeah, 100% hard agree, whatever, da da da. And I said, that seems quite arbitrary to me because you would queue for Space Mountain at Disney, but you're saying that you wouldn't queue to buy a hot dog off a guy dressed like Goofy mm. at Disney. Like, what's the difference? And then he said that he has ADHD or something, and that's why he can't queue places. So if he has a, like, a mental issue with it, then, um, you know. Mental health is needs to be taken seriously. Well, I just saw it as a springboard because I feel it's been a week for there are certain f- debates around food and restaurant culture that I think come up about once every six to twelve months right. on Twitter. And this, I, you know, I was very much involved with this one, so I, I'm slagging myself off. But it's generally the same people weighing in with the same opinions about this week it was oh restaurants that don't use pound signs on the menu and I'm like A it's a boring discussion B uh, it's just ugly it's like clunky to write that down that's, it's, it's, that shouldn't be a complicated thing to discuss like you're in Britain you know what the currency is why do you have to have the little symbol next to everything yeah so that's yeah, my yeah. first irritation yeah that sort of morphed into and what about bloody menus that can, just- you, can you do a different voice don't do that one do Bane doing it <laughs> and then it morphed into a, what about the menus that just list nouns place 
some for tomato beans. I don't know how they've been prepared, and I don't care. So, again, we lord Fergus Henderson on a weekly basis in the food world. Uh, that is and true. And he fucking invented that. So, make your minds up, guys. I go, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, there was a, there was a whole, like... I, I can't remember how it started. I think someone was asking why champagne the drink is lowercase and the place is uppercase C. And it sort of... And I was, you know, as I say, hold myself responsible for sort of stoking the fire of this pointless debate. But it's just like... I feel like the answers to these questions are relatively obvious. The, the, the menu writing thing aside, but again, it's like... Anyway, so your... Oh, curing for food is lame. Sorry. Curing for food is lame. Well, I could do a, a sort of Louis Theroux. Um, I, I just won't cue... Uh, I sort of lost it there. I need to watch his uh, sex programme. Um, uh, yeah, no, I do, I, but my, my thing, which you would just say is me being sort of cynical or whatever and grumpy and whatever, but I just find it so weird to get that animated about it, and it's not, and it, which by no means am I saying that people should only get animated about, you know, big issues mm. in the food industry. Not at all, but it's like where it's the same conversation mm. over and over again. It's almost like... Which food words don't you like? I don't like moist. Or like, you get know, just like every single stuff. year there's a big conversation about rhubarb. You know, and about rhubarb being on everyone's menu. Meta, meta, meta rhubarb. It's like this or like weird, um, what's the snake eating its own ass? Yeah. Tail. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, potato, potato. Ouroboros yeah. or whatever. It's like that. It's like, it's just baffling. Like living in um, like Groundhog Day, but without Bill Murray to make it funny. But yeah. a bit of an arsehole in that movie, well, isn't it? Yeah, that's cheeky. Disgust. See, can yeah, open yeah. worms everywhere. Um, rhubarb's on the list too. I think I'll just knock that one out of the window. Oh, also, did you see the Eater thing today? I was going to ask you about this. Eater had, um, like, basically was doing like an advert for Bow. Baffled me. Yeah, Reynolds. I thought that was weird. There was like five lot. photos yeah, of different I nearly bows. messaged George Reynolds and saying, nice advertorial for Bow this week. Yeah, I mean, I'm, ca- I'm calling that out as like, that's bullshit. Because does that mean we should we could do a vote at Sons and Daughters going which is your favourite sandwich and they'll put five photos of each one of the sandwiches whatever let's find out probably not now probably not now <laughs> nah fuck them I thought that was horseshit justify yeah. five photos um, two shout outs Sam first shout out to speaking of Bane uh, the fella who looks like Tom Hardy I'm sure it's not the first time he's been told this. His name is Tom, and he runs Kitchen Provisions. And they've got a lovely shop in Coldrops Yard and on Stoke Newton Church Street. He looked after me and Nora and Tom very well on Sunday. He's a lovely bloke. Listens to Tiki Off. Oh, really? Comes in Sons and Daughters all the time. Ah, I didn't know that, James. And he looks like Tom Hardy. And he's called Tom. I think what? I said that. Sorry, what was he doing? I think I want to be his friend. So if you're listening, Tom, what, that weird? What, what was he doing with your kids in a kitchen supply shop? Why are you taking your kids there? Uh, we were going to a memorial service, Ooh. and uh, I thought it was better to let Rosie, like more. Ro- I mean, friends of mine as well, but only through Rosie. And I thought she could go for the speeches. Right, I'll keep the kids out of there, and then we'll join afterwards. So I was killing time in Stoke Newington. But what is it? It's it's like if someone dies, you. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's I not like a funeral. It's, like, it's more of a happy a kitchen occasion. supply shop. Why no, do you need some like no, sieves like really, and stuff? No, it's like a really fish you know, It's like a really beautiful high end 
aka expensive but beautiful stuff have you not been into kitchen provisions in cold no, no. Sam you know where we've got a sandwich shop yeah have you ever honestly honestly have you ever walked around the shops and just seen what else is there yes and you not noticed somebody that mentioned a, that kitchen place and I was bin. like I've never seen that where's that it is kind of hidden, but, but sorry, it's not. But you still haven't explained this. Yeah, why, would you, why would you I'm be like, to. I've, got to go to, to. I've got to go to a funeral and I'm going to stop off and buy a sieve and a ladle oh, beforehand. Did, when did I say a sieve and a ladle? You said it's a kitchen supply shop. It's a kitchen... <laughs> Whatever, it's a kitchen shop. It's got, like, a domestic kitchen shop. It's not got... It's not got, like, massive fucking gastros right. and, you know, Maurice's that are longer yeah, than my arm. F- f- sure, but what are yeah, your kids... Massive stick blenders. What are your kids doing <laughs> there? Just like walking around looking at stuff. No, they're walking around trashing the place. Sorry, Tom. Oh, okay. I, I was just, I, mate. There's only so many things you can do on Stoke Newton Church Street when you're killing time. I'd given them a juice. I'd given them a hot chocolate. Um, I'd given them hell, quite frankly. Go for a kebab. No. So I popped into the kitchen provisions, got them some new chopsticks. You know those cute little bunny oh, chopsticks. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Um, and then took them to the pub. I had a bottle of beer. They each had uh, vodka, lime and soda, just a lime and soda. And watch Peppa Pig, and I sat there, and there was not, you know, usually you think on a Sunday a pub's going to have the newspapers. That's what I was banking on. Right. No newspapers. Obviously, the kids had the phone, so I, uh. I literally sat there staring into space like a freak. Ooh. Yeah. That's great. Like the weird. Alcoholic Do you know? Dad. I, I often think this if I'm with my children at the weekend, and it's just me with the kids. I often think people think, ah, divorced, got his kids for the day. And I don't. I, I, I think people are thinking, ah, divorced. Uh, widower. Interesting, widower. Yeah, single dad. That's why I always wear black and carry like some wilted flowers around. That's why you don't wear a wedding ring. Yeah, it's all. But you it's... would wear it probably if you're a widower. No, because you just you look at it and you just remember the day that you got your ring. I don't. Yeah, wouldn't that make you happy? Yeah, but you don't want to be happy. You want to be sad. Really lean into it. Get some sympathy. Yeah, sympathy sex. It's what you're thinking, isn't it? It's not what I'm thinking. You, although you know, gets you over things, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it then went to the memorial, and the kids were being so badly behaved. Left after five minutes, so it's an absolute waste of an afternoon. You could have carried on the Except whole. I got to widow give thing. my friends a hug. Which oh, that's nice. Wasn't a waste. Sorry, not making light, obviously. Yeah. Another story, another quick shout out. Just all these fucking notes, mate. Wilton Way Deli, opposite Pigeon. The lovely Francesca um, runs it. She's looking for a chef. Uh, to be honest, I nearly applied for the job myself. Pays pretty good. It's five days a week. No evenings. You just make lasagna and hang out drinking espressos. I'd be into it. Yeah, she's great. And it's a lovely little place. So if that, if that sounds like the job for you, get in touch probably with me. Natikioff at gmail.com. Yeah. You check that lately? Well, it comes into my inbox. Does it though? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know the login. Otherwise, you just rooted it, routed yeah, it to me. Joe Root. Cooking with Paris. You get into that? No, I didn't see uh, it. Oh, really? that's disappointing. Well, sorry, it's Paris Hilton's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was very entertaining in a not the right kind of way, maybe. But it's sort of fascinating. I'm not. Maybe it's just already been done to death in terms of the discussions around it. But it's quite extraordinary in a sort of X-factor way that someone who's clearly so bad at cooking can actually walk in and go as everybody knows or actually not everybody but some of you know 
I'm an amazing cook. And she proceeds to make a lasagna. So she backs herself as a cook. She's not going, yeah, I'm terrible at this, but it's She funny backs dance. herself, I think, from what I could fathom, the two times I watched it, she backs herself because her mum's a good cook. Okay. She's like, I remember as a child, my mum was an amazing cook and she'd always cook stuff. Whereas you and I are both like, we're both good cooks because our mums were terrible cooks, no. weren't they? Really bad. You're always telling me that. Yeah, you you say your mum can't cook for shit. <laughs> no, you're always like, honestly. My mum doesn't listen to you this. You say everything my mum cooks makes me throw up. And no. always has done. No, I don't. You said that you were malnourished as a child because <laughs> you just kept vomiting. I was not. I was absolutely overnourished. <laughs> and remain to this day. I hit my pre-Christmas weight this morning. What did I do? Went into S&D. was like, are there any donuts? I just thought I'd celebrate by what eating. What is it with you and donuts today? You were trying I'm, to get us to eat donuts pre-pod. Because I've never eaten one of the S&D donuts. Have you not? Because I'm always, usually when I'm there, I'm like, okay, this is my opportunity to behave myself. Right. I don't have to eat... I find I mean, it very I'm not hard, a good advert for healthy eating, to be honest, and healthy diet, because I'm a bit feast or famine. And at yeah. S&D, I'm usually like, I'm going to be good today. And if I'm not good, as in if, I'm, if, it, if it's not a temple day, yeah. then I, I want to have a sandwich and check the sandwiches are up to scratch. Yeah. So, like, donuts are pretty much bottom of the list there. Yeah, that's and I'm true. not going to have a sandwich and then a donut, because I don't want to no. totally undo any good work that might be done that week. So, uh, that's why I'm into donuts. Okay. Anyway, cooking with Paris... If yeah. you haven't watched it, watch it. It's very entertaining. She wears like Michael Jackson gloves while she cooks. Does it's she? extraordinary. She, you think she's going to cook the dog at the beginning? I mean, really? maybe she did. Crumbs. How do you cook? Do you cook lasagna ever? No. Never. Have you ever made lasagna? No. My wife makes lasagna. It's nice. It's a faff, isn't it? Yeah, it's a real it's faff. faff. White sauce. Yeah. Well, she, old Paris makes it with ricotta and mascarpone, which maybe that's Does the she? move. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, not for me, mate. To be honest, I like the one my wife makes for the kids. I'll eat a bunch of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, oh, that, that's how we got into Cooking with Paris. Did we? It was an accidental segue. Right. We went somewhere deli. Make lasagna. Yeah, yeah. Cooking with Paris. Didn't intend that at all. Okay, what else you got? Uh, but the, uh, I've got... <laughs> pretty racing through it before guest arrives. Um, tell us about your buddy... the sour, Your sourdough buddy from S&D. You know, you made friends with a, with a customer... She she really wanted to. She wasn't. I don't. Actually, no. I will because she was quite rude. So she was rude. I mean, she was not rude. Slag off customers. No, but no. But she was rude. She was annoyed that we didn't have avocado on toast. And I did point out to her, there's places down that you can go and get avocado on toast. No, I, I don't want to go outside. Okay, all right. Well, this is what we have. You really. Anyway, it was a whole thing. She ended up. Yeah, but that's off the bat. That that's. Just, I mean, it, Gary, when he gets here, that's the sort of thing that drive us mildly mad. Would drive him up the fucking wall, like walking into Sticky Walnut and going, "So you don't do fried chicken?" Like, no, no, you don't. Yeah, because really I sp- should do fried chicken. I suppose People that does like kind chicken. of tie into the which I don't want to get into because I'm not convinced by his vibe. But the, uh, Sat Bain's going about they won't do vegan menus. At, what's his gaff? Restaurant Sat Bain's. Restaurant Sat Bain's. Losing the name. Arrogant. Um... Uh, yeah, won't do vegan menus. He said, I think he said something like, it's like going to a heavy metal gig and asking them to play Beethoven or something. Or, you know, the equivalent. It's like you go to the thing for the thing, what it is. And I told her, you can go and get this like 20 yards away, you can get avocado. You think you agree with that analogy? Yeah. In a way. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so she could have gone and got that. She didn't want that. Then I said, we could, anyway, she decided she'd have a porridge. She had the porridge. Then she came over and to pay. She didn't want to pay then. Most people pay and go and sit down. She didn't want to do that. Fine, have a tab. Da, da, da. 
Oh, sorry, you know, we couldn't get anything. Uh, how was your porridge? Do you want the honest answer? I was like, yeah, of course. She said, yeah, didn't really like it. Had sugar on top. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I did tell you that because um, it was after breakfast. had finished, they're not making more porridge and it was already made. We couldn't make her any more. So she knew that there was sugar on it. Then she was cross there was sugar on it. And I was... Only a little bit of brown sugar on the nana. So then she was... Yeah, but then she was paying, paying for it and f- making a big show of finding her card when she saw... And it was obviously more money than she wanted to... And she wanted me to give it to her for free. And I thought, well, I'm not going to do that because you've annoyed me and <laughs> your vibe is a bit gross. Really? Um, writing, but, writing a great last chapter. But so I'm look. But as she's doing this, I'm looking in the mug and finding her uh, free coffee card so for the next time she comes back she can have a coffee on us as an apology that she didn't have a great time don't tell the fuckers that everyone will come in and complain about <laughs> free coffee uh, but and then she said well I live in Brighton so I'm never going to be here again and I said well you're here now, you, you're here now. <laughs> uh, and she said well you really should get sourdough on here and then maybe I'll come back in because that would be much better than anything on your menu and just was, sourdough yeah, sourdough with stuff in it, open yeah. face sandwich. And I said, well, we just think that they make terrible sandwiches. She said, open face. And I said, yeah, we don't do that, but there's plenty of places that do. Oh, that's sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was a bad vibe. It was a bad vibe. Yeah, she, I don't like a bad vibe like that. Was that um, it's like, go that? away, go somewhere else. I've been really nice. Like, I'm telling you where to go. You can go somewhere else and have a nice time. Don't stay here and be cross with me. It's not my fault. Some people just thrive on complaining, Sam. Yeah. Like that dead bloke in Kent. Whoa. What did you think about that? Um... Which dead bloke? The Ford which arms... Oh, uh, I don't know anything about that. Why isn't that on Eater? It's not London. But don't they talk about that place? They do, they not? Yeah, I thought that was weird. It was a pretty... Uh, a bit down on Eater today, to be honest. No, so it, was a, it, was, it was a funny one, like... I sort of sympathise... So, for those who don't, who, you know, don't live in the fucking bowels of the food world on Twitter, um, the Ford which arms had an event, I think maybe it was New Year's Eve or something, and prepaid event like the theatre as everyone's enjoying pointing out as a wonderful analogy um, and so a te- family of four had bought four tickets and paid £660 or whatever it was and the dad died and dead dead and they said can we have a refund please can't attend because the old man's popped his clogs for which arm said sorry no it's a prepaid event can't, can't give you a refund so you kind of sympathise with the thing it's like yeah, sorry, that's just uh, them's the breaks. And is everyone saying, if it was a football match, sorry, that voice annoys you. That's yeah. why you asked me to do it. It doesn't annoy voice. me, I just thought you just like Bane. And I just like you doing Bane, yeah. yeah. But it's like, keep, keep doing the voice. If it was a football match, or if it was a theatre, you know, or a flight, would you be asking for a refund? It's like, well, no, but it's a restaurant and hospitality, etc. There was probably a middle line. And please come and have dinner on us anytime, you know, or whatever it might have been. But also, and from a cynical point of view, the oh, there's uh, there's Gary, you know, the sort of PR fallout, not ideal because you no. look like cynical fuckers. Anyway, I, by all accounts, it's absolutely wonderful for which arms. Right, after the jingle, tingle, 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 Gosha, Gary Usher, not Usher, the R and B artist. No, Gary Gusha, Gusha. the F and B artist. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, no, 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 honestly, such a cool chap. He was such a cool guy. Um, 
he was just like he said because I gave him the address and he was like um, oh what is it the Connaught and I was like nah <laughs> nah I said I've had a look at it and it's like it's above a shop or something like that and he went and he went oh right okay what are you up to bit nosy but whatever I said oh I'm doing a podcast and then he said he's like why are you a singer or something I said no I'm a cook and I was getting into it with him and his his, uh, his dad was a cook right. uh, a dyslexic cook I am uh, but but like completely illiterate couldn't read or write um, and we were just chatting and we just we were right. full on and it was just such a good chat and where did so he cook? Cool. Uh, Naples oh wow yeah so he was like yeah, he looked quite Italian but he right. was from London um, right. but you could see his you could see how yeah, that it was, was his roots yeah. yeah and it was such a cool chat and he was like and he said to me, so what, so what, tell me about cooking. What do you think about cooking? How is cooking now? And I said, well, I don't cook anymore. I said, so, and he was like, what do you mean? I said, well, actually, I've, I've got a couple of my own places. And he went, a couple? And I said, well, yeah, I've got, there's, got, six actually, now. yeah, I said, I've actually got six restaurants at the minute. And he was like, fucking hell, mate, this is great. This is so good. I'm so pleased for you with the dyslexia and everything. I'm so pleased for you. It's so cool. And I'd between our teachers and stuff like that, and he was like, "It's such a big fuck off to the teacher." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's cool." And he said, "I love it when like people can put their finger up and say that you proved them wrong and stuff like that." And I said, "Oh, well, you'll fucking love this then." And I and I said, "Look at that on there." We, we'd stopped by this point. <laughs> We're just, chat, just chatting, natural. yeah. And uh, I said, "Look at this then." I said, "It says two Bob Burger Chef." I said, "This is what my first girlfriend's stepdad called me after me. He met me. He said I'm nothing but a two Bob Burger Chef." And, I, and then I said, and I, was t- and I carried it, and he was like, go on! It's just fucking <laughs> great! So oh, good. That's awesome. So good, yeah. That was so a, good. There was a great story, but a st- little bit disappointed that cabbies don't just know I'm going to do ticky off and they know exactly yeah. where to go. That's a real kick in yeah. the teeth. I mean, we'll they should add that to the knowledge. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it a black cab or you? It was. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Old school. Yeah, yeah. I'm not up to date with the what, uh, Ubers and all have that. They got yeah. Prob- yeah, Don't have them where I'm from. Manchester, surely. But they have them yeah, in Manchester, right. yeah, but they're not as... Um, it's not like it's down here. So how come you're in town, away from the Empire? Uh, to see you. Huh. That was very flattering. No, I said to Gary, we will come up to you. A, yeah. you know, tick you off on the road and be nice to a see your places and b get out of London. And you very sweetly yeah, came down yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm de- and then I'm straight back up. No way. Yeah, but it's oh, uh, dude. Yeah, listen, it's it's no one. I I really wanted to do it since I've been listening to what you do anyway. But then as well, it's not difficult. It's like it's changed so much going from south to north. Now it's two hours. It's literally two hours, so it's fuck all, really. When you think about, well, when I think about what I do in the car every day and journeys and here to there, two hours on a train is actually fuck all. Yeah. And I just sit there on my phone anyway. That is so. the first question, really, is what car do you drive? Because oh, we discussed it at length. Sake. Oh, why? Is it, are we on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, what, when I walked through the door, we were on. Oh, everything's uh, been after post-bin. Post-bin, okay, yeah. Post-bin, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I I fucking knew I listen I I heard the one I heard the one where you spoke about that and I was fucking <laughs> dreading you asking me. Um, you don't have to answer or just lie. I yeah I thought about that as well but I'll just tell the truth I drive a really uh, uh, chavy BMW. Is that what you said? I think you Shame said Land Rover. Uh, did I say a Landy? One of you said B. I'm pretty sure I one of you said, said B. Beamer. It's so chavy. It's so chavy. So, Is so, it white? <laughs> Is it, it's not I white. Think I, said, I think I said a white, white beam. Yeah. Drug dealer car. <laughs> drug yeah, dealer it car, looks. Yeah. It's a drug dealer car. It's definitely a drug dealer car. Yeah, yeah. So, which you must spend your life in if you're going. What you did? Spree yeah. Hall 
uh, uh, Hes Wall. Yeah. Is that yeah, Liverpool, right. Manchester? Yeah, yeah. Come on, Ramston. There's one left. No. Uh, uh, where was yeah. Prescott? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I spend a lot of time in a car, but uh, I spend all day in a car, uh, every day. But, but it's funny because my life's changed so much. I'm, um, I'm not. I don't know what I'm doing to be honest. I really don't like. I, I, um, I don't have any sort of. There's no set thing for what I'm doing, and and um, so it's not like I definitely have to be there at this time. And I definitely. And it's not. It's also not like I plat right. I must go to uh, sticky first, and then I must go. It's not like that. Mm. I just. I just pop in and see people and. More, what I do more than anything now, and this sounds so fucking lame, but I, I, but but it is, is that I eat in them, um, I eat in them uh, like a lot. Um, that's but, what that's what Robin said. We have Robin Gill on last yeah, week, and that's yeah. what he said. He does at um, the dairy now more okay. than anything. He's not he's not working there and yeah. stuff, but he's like, I'll go and eat there. Yeah, and that's, I, it's not like I take them. like ten mates and I eat there mm. on my own. So I, I, what I like to do is turn up, say hello, see everyone, uh, you know know about people um chat to them and then and then yeah and i'll just have some food and it's not like i am i am eating there to see what the crack is you mm. know not to afterwards be like ah shit why isn't that like mm. you know just ju- i just want to see what where we're at and that type of thing um and then i might have a call with uh, rich the exec chef afterwards who, who writes all the menus now and i might just say to him oh look rich i just stay in uh Hispy. um what do you think about the parry breast or something like that? Not it wouldn't, and then we just have a conversation about it. But it wouldn't be me. It's not like I'm I'm going there to check up on things at all. So if you so you're not doing any any menu development. No, I do nothing, nothing to do with the menu. I, I go into I don't even know what's on the menus. So I'll go in and um, and yeah. So and I'll be like, oh right, what's I haven't tried that. And um, yeah, I, Rich has got Rich has got full. It's him. Amazing. So, yeah. So you you know that. that you very much come across and you obviously are a workaholic of sorts so do you, do you, or was that just for the cameras but yeah i'm not sure about that i mean but i feel like i read not in not recently but i feel like i did read in the last year or two that you just like you're happiest when you're work busy working and you don't yeah you that's know. because i'm so unhappy personally that's why that's not to, <laughs> sorry that's fucking dark isn't it but it's true um and it's difficult now as well because I don't. I'm not needed anywhere. I'm not needed for anything. So uh, you sort of made yourself redundant, you know. Uh, yeah, in a good yeah. In but 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 the, but the right way. Yeah. You know, because it's such an amazing group of people. Um, Do you have an urge, you know, maybe to open something where you get back to that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is that going to be the pub? <laughs> no, that's not. No, the pub is us. The pub's what us lot. Um, but yeah, my I kind of feel like because you, you you know you, what are you heading for? You go and you go and you go in ambition, like just keep going, going, going. But then you think about okay, so get to the end of it, sell it, go and sit on a beach somewhere. I f- would be fucking bored. Not that I think that I could ever get to that, but if, yeah. if it did get to that, I'd be fucking bored. And I and I think. I do think you'd be looking at the little properties on the beach, thinking I could do a yeah, nice little fish rush on there. Yeah, or... you know what? I think that actually, what I would like to do at the end of it all is I would like to open a restaurant, um, but but without any fucking social media, without any. Honestly, I'm fucking so done with all of that. I'm so done. That's with such it. a fundamental I, part of I know, you, I know your brand, if, oh, not know, the, if not Elite Bistro's brand. Yeah, I'm, but I, I'm absolutely fucking addicted to it, and it's painful because it's not good. And um, why isn't it good? 
why isn't it good to be yeah. addicted to something? No, no, no. Oh, sorry. I thought you were, <laughs> you were, sorry. I thought you were saying it's not good, like the 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 whole system, because you've made it work for you. However yeah, much you yeah. sort of feel it's an iron lung, it still yeah, no, works. It has. It has. We built the business up like that. Um, but I'm fuck it. I'm just um, it's taken over my fucking brain, and I and I just I would like to go back to just being in a restaurant doing really super simple food like I started with and um, and just, just cooking and just enjoying just being in a little restaurant which is what it was meant to be in the first place so it would be great to go back to that I mean you know the social I, you, know, you know you got me at a time where like if, if, if we'd have done this a month ago or probably in a month's time I, I, it's, it's likely that I'd be speaking very differently but um, two weeks ago or last week, one of the restaurants got a one mm. rating in the uh, environmental health, and it's fucking broken me mentally. Yeah. It's like um, it's made me. It, I've been. It's made me so fucking unhappy. And um, the reaction on uh, not not so much social media because the support's been great, like it always is. Ninety nine percent of it. Uh, but the press, the Northern Press, the Liverpool Echo and the Manchester Evening News and what they printed in a few more localised places, what's been said in there and the comments in there and reading that and being sat on my phone reading these comments about me being a dirty cunt and me being like, um, I'm going to, one guy said, I'm going to put the windows through at the restaurant. I'm going to put all the windows through. Uh, another guy said... <laughs> a sensible reaction. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Another guy said, I'm going to, I'm going to book... Uh, tables of two for up to thirty people or something, and just not show up in all, in all the restaurants. Hit him and hit him financially, like I was some fucking like I'm some fucking animal. Yeah, and uh, sit that all that side of it, I haven't dealt with it very well. Um, personally. I'm not surprised, but because also you've had you know there was the, was it last year the Manchester Confidential thing like. Yeah, you, you know the the higher the fucking flower, whatever the expression is, you know. Tall poppy syndrome. Thank you, Sam. You yeah, what does that mean? Cut, that's where they cut you. They cut people down. They think you're too big for your boots. Where and oh. it's basically just if you're successful, then yeah. people cut you down, which um, is gross. And, and Whereas big, in and, other countries, yeah. it would be oh, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, this guy's built this thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. This I think, and I seeing what you've done and thinking that various which I don't know because I haven't been there but reading about food and stuff in the States where you get these cities and somebody has set up like three, four, five restaurants yeah. and it's like there was nowhere decent to eat in a lot of these places yeah. in the States and suddenly there's three, four, five places and then the backlash mm. comes Yeah, but in America it's a bit more like this is great you know isn't yeah. that amazing whereas here if as in your case yeah. then it's immediately the British thing of fuck you you know yeah. it's the same you know you, you could make a comparison with the Meghan Markle thing it's like the press adored her and then she got to so, oh now she's married and now they've got a kid and oh fuck her you know immediately there's yeah. just that, that flip uh, moment when yeah. um, you know they build you up to knock you down as cliche as it is just to give you the opportunity to for those again who don't know the sort of full story of the um EHO inspection, yeah. like it was, it was a bit of a stitch up essentially. Yeah. Well, unless I misread what you your explanation, which wasn't an excuse, but you know you had out freezers out back that weren't being used that were a bit manky that weren't going anywhere near food, and was essentially was that. Not? <laughs> it's different. This is really difficult because I'm so fucking. But I'm so fucking resentful and bitter about it that. I can sit here and there's loads of people that I can fucking blame. There's loads of there's loads of reasons why I can say that we did that di we didn't deserve that. Um, but actually, this the same as um, 
being in the local press up there, being called these things, you you know, it's my responsibility. The whole thing is my responsibility. And like we, we you know, the social media thing, yeah, I've built the businesses up on social media. So I've, I need to accept the fact that when it turns around, I've got to accept it. I just haven't hmm. personally done it very well. And the EHO thing, yeah, you could say it's a stitch up and I want to get the guy from the fucking Liverpool Echo and honestly I would I would I would love to fucking chin him. But um Figuratively, I'm sure. No. <laughs> um but it's his it's his job to report. And um what he had in front of him was the was factual. Right. Okay, so the way, the way that he described it is is his, his, his selective. It's his job. Yeah, it's his job. But it was selective. Yeah, but the but it's um, you cannot deny that the meat slicer that was showed on it was fucking disgusting. Yeah, you cannot deny that there was sh- fucking shit underneath one of the sinks, and um, that's my fault. That's my responsibility. Mm. So uh, at the same, you've got to just get up, crack on, you know, fix but, it, uh, crack but also, on. But also, to, to, for people who are, who never have to deal with EHO, mm. there are some slightly arcane and weird little ways that they look at something where you can end up getting a terrible review because you used sous vide or whatever a few years ago. You know, you didn't have well, a certificate still. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I can think of an example. Yeah. Yeah. And suddenly, you're you're you are officially a one star place because yeah. you filled out a form wrong or whatever, as opposed to it mm. being you know this restaurant is you know unsanitary or whatever yeah and that's what i think people on the outside sometimes don't understand mm. where you can get a kicking from them for you know slightly random things that aren't you're running a bad place or oh yeah i'm not gonna i can't i could there's loads of stuff yeah um i didn't even fucking know you needed two blenders I d- two jugs I didn't know that I've, I'd never heard of that yeah see but exactly that's an example of that yeah but it's so. my fucking job too so, sorry, sorry this, sure. is, this is slightly yeah. nitty gritty but I know we get you know a lot of our listeners are uh, do work in restaurants do you do you use auditors people, you know to come and make sure you're batting correctly yep. yeah and they missed all that <laughs> no but, but you know it, stuff was happening you were busy I know, you know, we all, no, do, we all do it. You kick the can down the road, no, you've got to fix that next week. Is, yeah. I don't want to sit here and fucking no, make no, excuses for it. There's no fucking excuses. We've got a company, we pay a fucking company, hmm. and we didn't listen to their advice. We're the fucking dicks. We are dicks. And okay. we're now paying for it. But, and uh, I personally am paying for it. But look, in the last ten years, I have, uh, I, I've owned my own business, and I got into... It because I didn't want anyone to tell me what to do, and in the last ten years, no one has told me what to do, and that's been great. But with that is the responsibility of this, so I can't have one and not have the other. I am my own boss, and with that, the responsibility goes here. It's that. It's my responsibility to make sure that restaurant is clean. It's my responsibility to make sure that we get five stars. It's my responsibility to know that you do need two jugs. It's my responsibility to know that pasteurised cheese does have to be kept in a different section to unpasteurised cheese. It's mm. my job, and I let, I, I've let everyone down, and I can't sit here and make excuses about it. It's my, my fault. But do you, so the, the, way, the way you've built up <clears throat> your, your business has been pretty much, well, crowdfunded and a bit of help from the bank when you could get yeah. it. Um, yeah. yeah, we're very lucky that we've got each other, so when something goes wrong, we can just blame the other one. And um, but Which you don't do. you don't even have the sort of luxury, if you want a better word, of like a, le- a lead backer who at least you can sort of bounce. You know, it's just you. 
do you w- would you do it differently if you were starting from scratch? I wouldn't do it all. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. So why do you keep opening places? Is it, if you just you just keep. I don't fucking know. Look, <laughs> I. Um, Is it like digging through hell and hoping you're going to come out in Australia eventually? No, because look, the start the, the the like when you open a restaurant, as you know. The buzz is fucking ridiculous. Mm. It's incredible. And I love that bit. Like, that's when I'm in my element. I'm not a great cook. I'm not very creative. Um, There's so many things of restaurants that I'm not very good at. But I honestly, what I do feel good at is opening a restaurant. Like, although I make loads of mistakes with that, I take the whole fucking weight of it all on my shoulders and I am the person right fucking there. And I... And I want to make sure this goes here, that goes there, this is coming then, that's going then, we're doing this with that. I mean, that's the bit where I am, like, that's 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 the bit I love. So you project manager, you design, you, you know... Yes. But also, <laughs> some, one of the... We put on Twitter today asking people for questions for you. One of them from Will at Hawksmoor saying, uh, get him, ask him to say something nice about himself or whatever. As in, so obviously you're very self-deprecating and da But also, by by most metrics, you are pretty math. You know, by most metrics, you <laughs> if you, you are, If you surveyed a thousand, if people, you surveyed a thousand people, they'd be like, "Is Gary Usher pretty good at what he does?" Then you would you would have to say probably yes that you are good at what you do. You've got six restaurants. Like we have one in a shop, and we had two, and we couldn't even make two of them work. So. You've got six of them, so you're doing pretty well. And so, and I don't mean in a, in a sense of you're being falsely modest aware, but you must you must think I can do this bit of it, even if you're like ah the other things I don't know, because everyone thinks they're winging it, whatever they do, don't they? Unless they're a psycho. I'm personally winging it, but I'm now surrounded by like such good people. I'm surrounded by such good people, so um, they're the ones that are doing it. Like I said, I've I've not needed for anything. So, um, yeah. So what do you do? You obviously go to the gym, but what else do you do when you get up in the morning? Um, He's driving around in his sweet car. Yeah, but I I don't know. I just because you know I feel you know it feels like well obviously you're kind of frustrated that you don't necessarily have like a specific thing to get up and do. I mean. Oh, I don't know. I'm, um, well, I mean, last year was a... Uh, was I mean, you've got a, a big ticky off back catalogue to work through, but yeah, Well, that, I've, I've been doing all that last year. I haven't listened to it in Maybe this is the problem. Maybe this is why you're down. You're like, God, I've been listening to these fucking idiots for so long and it's just blown. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I, I enjoy it so much. I really fucking enjoy that. Um, Sorry, I was but, asked a serious question then ruined it with a bit of sort of... Yeah, no, look, I, I, last year was the documentary, so there was a lot of... That took up my life and... Um, and also waiting for that took up my life as well. Like, the, the anticipation and anxiety and, like, fucking hell, is it going to be good for us? Is it going to be... Mm. Are people going to enjoy... All, all of that, that took up so much time. And then if you... In the last... I, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but, like, in the last three years, we've opened four restaurants or something ridiculous like that. So my life's been like... It's been a rush, 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 rush. And then all of a sudden now, we've got six restaurants. The documentary's done. Um, yeah I'm looking at a pub yeah I'm looking at some other stuff but yeah there's actually nothing going on like right now so it's all of a sudden like fuck okay well what's next so yeah I think that's probably when did you last have a holiday um, uh, my friend Josh got married uh, in Italy um, about six months ago 
Oh, fucking hell. I just got back from snowboarding as well. Uh, sorry, like yesterday. Um, but that's work. But that, that's, so you were cooking? I was cooking in Morzine, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but even like snowboarding, like, can you just go and sit on a beach? Even, I know you said you couldn't do that as a retirement yeah. thing, but like for a week, you're, you could, you know, you feel so restless. Yes, I can do that, but I, but I have my phone in my hand and I'm on all the social medias and I'm talking to everyone in the restaurants. So there's not a time I'm, I'm not going to be, uh, until I don't have the restaurants, I'm going to be 100% in the restaurants, in my head. Mm. No matter where I am, what I'm doing, I'm 100% about the restaurants. In a in a in my in my head, and it's fucking horrible. I fucking hate it. I hate it. Uh, uh, don't overstep the line, but do you do you uh, see any therapists or? Yeah, I do, and I fucking hate that as well. It's so pointless. It's so shit. <clears throat> yoga. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yoga. No. No. Do you no. do you, do you have a desk? Do you have a, like no, an office? Do I? <laughs> He's in the beamer, mate. <laughs> He's just in the beamer. Like I want to see the beamer. Have no. you got? Have you got? Do you know what a computer is? I fucking never use a computer. When I opened Sticky, I'd never. I didn't have an email address. In your beamer, have you got the old screen? Stop in, going in on the, about in the, the back, fucking in, beamer. In the back of the headrest. I wish I had a lied. In the back of the headrest. I, I had a Volvo before the beamer. Come okay. just go back to that. <laughs> Did you, very <laughs> sensible family car. I'm all over the beamer. I think this is good. This is better. Don't need an office. <laughs> less overheads. Uh, and if you put some screens in the back, you like watch a movie in the afternoon. No, do I fuck? Keep, no. back, keep in the back, in the back no, seat and watch the no fugitive. screens in the back and no, I don't watch a movie in the afternoon. So how did you feel the documentary went, both in terms of the making of it and like the editing and how you came across? Because that's quite... You're leaving yourself in the lap of, if not the gods, then an editor who might not like you. Yeah. Um, incredible. Incredible. I'm so proud of it. I really, really liked it. I really liked the way that we came across. It's obvious that the production company really like us as well because they made us look good. Mm. Um, it's been fucking amazing for business. So, like... Uh, in the summer last year, Pinion did a couple of six grand weeks, and um, and it's about it's nearly it's about it's just about ten grand, a bit more break even there. And it did a couple of six grand weeks, and we and I spoke to Claire, the MD of the business, and I, we were just like, fucking all, we're fucked here, aren't we? This mm. isn't this isn't working, and um, and we we said that look, and I spoke to the landlords as well because they're my same landlords it was Wreckfish, and I. And I just said to them, look, we're, we're quite fucked here and it's we're just we're not taking what we need to take and we can't put money in from the other businesses because they hardly fly as well. They just look after themselves. So in at the end of the financial year, we might close Pinion next year. The documentary came out and all of a sudden Pinion was taking 20 grand a week. Fuck. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And what's been amazing is... Um, it's it's it ha it like that that was in September or something like that, and even now in January it, it hasn't dropped like low again. It's it's somewhere in the middle of that, and I'm not stupid. I'm aware that it's gonna probably slow down, mm. but I really feel that it's not gonna slow down to going below break even. Yeah. I really feel that the documentary has secured Pinion's life for a, a good future. Mm. And with the, uh, for people who didn't see the documentary, you opened Pinion in Prescott 
in a was it Obakis? That's it, yeah. Yeah. And there was in the documentary it's sort of pinging between two schools of thought on like why the fuck are they opening here? We don't need that kind of thing here. And mm. other people going, this would be great for yeah. the for the area. So yeah. it put a huge thing on it, you know, in a way that's different from a bunch of places in London where you get offered sites or wherever where it's ah, oh, it's this you know huge part of some huge gentrification yeah. thing or mm. you know redevelopment and uh, mm. which has good and bad to it, obviously. But with you, it was just you going in and open a restaurant. And what were, what was your thought process behind doing that? Why were you? Oh, I'm going to do this. Yeah, because um, you you were going to get offered you know glam sites in yeah we the were. middle of Manchester. Yeah, or we were. Um, I I sound like a bit of a dick when I when I explain it. So um, I so my landlords in Liverpool, uh, Wreckfish, they had. Wreckfish wasn't even open, and um, we we were opening it. And they said to me, "Look, we've got this. We've got we we work in an area called Prescott, and we've got a couple of sites. They should come and have a look at it." And I'd never heard of Prescott, and so I went went down in the car with them, had a look, and um, and if I'm honest, they took me onto the high street at Prescott, and I just thought, "What the fuck have you bought yeah. me here for?" Um, <laughs> being completely honest, because mm. there was, and I do not mean that disrespectfully to the people there, because nothing to do with the people. And no, many, totally. there wasn't any there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, honestly, it's like you know, the road. You, you know, you're like, you see, you're like the tumbleweed thing. There was nothing going on there, and we were there at about four o'clock in the afternoon. And on the high street where Pinion was, uh, all the shops were closed. There was nothing, and and I, there's a bit in the documentary where I say, listen, if you if you hear down there, like. 10 shops down you can hear the beeps of the cash point it's that quiet and um, we went in and we had a look in the Betfred and obviously you know no one's going to walk in a Betfred and go oh wow this could be yeah, this could be great because it's all cladded as well so there's like now, if you'd have gone in there with Russell Norman he would have pull a hammer out his back pocket <laughs> yeah. knock off the sort of <laughs> plasterboard tiling honestly I knew there was some Victorian tiling behind talking it talking about Restaurant Man the other week you know like, I fucking loved that oh, show that was great. so much that was my moment of I don't want to open a restaurant was don't, watching don't want it yeah. want it. I want to yeah. I think Sticky I was that. open at that point and I just remember watching it thinking I feel quite in love with this guy do you remember we met in Spuntino yes. in yes. 2016 yeah yeah fuck yeah yeah was yeah, that 2016 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it was after yeah. the after we were overlooked for the most romantic restaurant in the Hardens Awards <laughs> and we went to Spuntino to get pissed afterwards and a real kick in the nice. teeth and then was. you came with Russell yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that program was awesome. That was it great. was such a good. He, he's yeah. he's such a clever guy, isn't he? He's yeah. such a he's such a clever. He's such a great guy to talk to as well. Um, mm. yeah. I, I, I get lots of advice off him. Very generous with his time. He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I ask him for advice quite a lot, and um, yeah, I look up to him a lot. You know, you can lot. ask us as well. If you want. <laughs> well, I will from now. Yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. we are rich with advice on yeah. how not to do yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, and ghosts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any ghost questions yeah. come to yeah. me, brother. It's fine. Yeah. I'm already yeah. I'm already slightly in mourning for the fact that we don't have that much time, and I know that we could basically do four hours. But equally, Bob Granley's will complain that it's too long. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. So before we get, and we don't quite have to get into the. Well, we almost do have to get into quick fires. But um, what time have we got till? We've got twenty minutes till we got to be out the door. No, that's right. No, we keep going. Um, quick fire, we do. Too. But I think we're now we're going to make a vow that in April we've got to get through the fucking winter, and then yeah. in April we're going to come up. North, and we'll do another one. Great. Part two. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. What's the great. best restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I, yeah. If we. Come on! 
Come on, you got to pick a favourite child. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Um... All right. Okay, which is the worst? <laughs> <laughs> We'll go there and we'll give you some tips on how to turn it around. We'll bring up a trolley in the back of... We'll bring up one of the magpie trolleys in the back of his car and you can uh, have one of them. I'm not driving. Oh, yeah, we'll go up on the train and then we can get the Beamer! <laughs> yeah, pick us up. No, take no us fucking <laughs> way. Can we do... How, how long would it take to drive... To, what's the distance between each place? It's dead quick. You see it... Uh, but then that's traffic dependent. I mean... But we could do a tasting tour. You definitely could, but it's not worth it because they're all. Because some of them are shit. Well, no, because they're all the same. That fucking. Yeah, I, mean, I shouldn't have said that, but they are. They're the fucking. Yeah. They're based on exactly the same thing. And that's yeah. all right. You know, so there's, no, there's no point doing a tour. It's Do we have to go to any restaurants? Can we just hang out in your beamer? Just go to services. Watching the fugitive. I'm, watching so, the fugitive I'm so devastated at this. Oh, fuck us. It's not my fucking beamer. Yeah. Oh, it's so I'm just jealous, dude. It's, it's not so all. embarrassing. No, it's, it's not. so embarrassing. Listen, I we, before we do the quiz, we should do the um, Twitter questions. Oh, yeah. You must have those. Yeah, I mean, like uh, like always, I forgot to not at Gary, so he's prepared for them, but... Um, come on. <laughs> I'm really sorry for talking about your Beamer. I don't even know where I got that from. Because I've met you for 10 seconds in Spentino and then watched the documentary. And is your car in that? No. You don't see what the car is. But you're driving around, a, okay, but you yeah. don't see what the car uh, is, yeah, though, yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah, no, go on. Will at Hawksmoor. Uh, when are you getting a Great Dane? I have, um, I have discussed it with my girlfriend, and we've decided that it is not practical which I'm sure most people decide about a Great Dane or, or most dogs yeah well Great Dane especially Great Dane especially like, yeah that's yeah, a monster yeah yeah although when I met Will's Great Dane fucking hell I was just in love I was fucking has Will got a Great Dane yeah, I didn't know that he has and I was just in love did the bulldog like, die must have done oh. Maybe oh, they got to... Is it a bulldog? Big, 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 well, yeah. he's got big restaurants to fit him in, hasn't he? He had a really sweet bulldog called Rafa. That was quite a long time ago. Might have. Oh, the Great Dane he's got. But is man, just... He's probably got it out in New York, just walking around the side, just because <laughs> it's massive. Whereas you take one into Pinion, it's probably not quite the same vibe. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, if you've got... That's a not lit... disopinion, by the way, but... <laughs> pigeon, you get, like, a little Yorkshire Terrier, or something. Um, or a rabbit. Okay. Uh, Chef Stevie Pyle, another friend of the podcast... I think Gary is almost unique. You can't be almost unique, Stevie. You can, you, you come on. In his ability to connect with lots of different kinds of people and get them on board with him through social, but also on the telly and Earl in real life. It's rare. A bit like Jamie O. Is he rare? Why does he think that is? Is it just because he's so sexy? Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> Give him a hug from me, says Ryan Riley. I'll do that off mic. Um, and then Ethan Davis, uh, David, sorry, Ethan, uh, follower and friend of the podcast in a sort of tangential way, would love to know when your booze is opening. Oh, whenever, whenever we find the right site. Yeah, but it'd, be, it'd also be up, up in, in the north. Because yeah. you you've been so you've been looking down here, or is that sort of on well, the back Well, we had a look, and a fr- some friends recommended some places, and we had a look in yeah, and it's just. It feels it would feels fucking dumb for us to open down here. It'd be fucking stupid. What's the point? Um, we're we're doing okay up there. There's much, much, much less competition up there. Um, we would fucking we would just like 
mix into it. We'd be we'd be no ones down here. Not that we're someone's up there. I definitely don't, don't mean that. I, I don't but agree, but yeah, I, see, I don't know that we would that we would we would be doing nothing fucking different to you would have every, you would have every food wanker on Twitter would be in your restaurant every we single night of the year. We wouldn't. We no, they'd be in there for a bit and give you the buzz, and then everyone else would come because actually yeah. it's easier said than done to find a good solid bistro not bucking around. Like and adding fucking Szechuan pepper to everything and like we do, like we do, yeah. But we do it week in week out, so we've yeah. sort of made that our niche. But you so, know who, who, you know, incapable of doing braised ox cheek without having to add yeah, yeah, yeah. something weird. And again, I know that's what we do, but that's sort of our n- yeah. thing we do. But it's just like simple doesn't mean easy, as our friend Dave Change mm. likes to say. Yeah. yeah. So do it. Sam and I will. Back you. I've got a tenner somewhere. Yeah, oh, the cash. The cash is ridiculous down here as well. You yeah. need so much more fucking money. Yeah, you need so I mean, much more money. You wait till Brexit here. bites. There's going to be plenty more tumbleweed. Game over, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, do you want a quiz? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Overrated, underrated, correctly rated. Yeah. yeah. You looked at me nervously like you thought you were going head to head with me. No, I uh, just quit. I don't know. Just quit. I, go on. Uh, overrated, underrated, correctly rated. The British dining public. <laughs> Big picture stuff. Do you think they're overrated, underrated, or correctly rated? <laughs> what the fuck am I meant to fucking answer that? Correctly rated. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel they're rated? Uh, nicely. That's a nice yeah, bunch. Yeah. Do you find them to be a nice bunch? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yes. Overrated, underrated, correctly rated. Hot dogs. Oh, oh, uh, fucking overrated. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fact. Don't put down a hurter. I, I, they're cool, but who cares? Really? Yeah. I nice. take a burger over a hot dog. Fucking hell. Yeah. Any day of the week, yeah. All right. Uh, if you were having a hot dog, what's your topping toppings choice? Yeah, what are you going for? I'm, I've ruined my palate with spice, so like I would mustard and chili and fucking ju- I'm just yeah, spice hot. Do you like a hot dog? Love a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. What's your topping and choice? Uh, onions. Yeah. American mustard. Yeah. That's the ketchup, the end, like Chicago no, style, they yeah, get very angry. Like, like oh, don't have yeah. ketchup. Got to stop doing that voice. <laughs> yeah. Got to get a new voice. Um, just. I'm happy with Frenchies. Right. Uh, overrated, underrated, correctly rated. Harrison Ford. Correctly rated. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's I, pretty highly rated, yeah, dude. He's yeah. He's a fucking cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite Harrison Ford movie? I. W- uh, this is going to sound so basic, but I love The Fugitive. It's just it's one of them. One of the correct yeah. I watched it last night. That yeah. is the correct yeah. answer. Yeah. If that was, if that was, what's that program with the survey a thousand people? Family fortunes. Yeah. That would be the top answer. Would it over over? No, um, no, no, no. If I was the presenter, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Over Sabrina? No, it would be Hans. It would be Hans Solo, wouldn't it? It's like you know the best. No, no. I was thinking Air um, Force One. (laughs) What's it called? (laughs) Fucking where he? What's the one? Witness when he goes in the witness in the the, uh, Amish community. (laughs) Do you reckon? I reckon Hans Solo is getting it. Yeah, yeah. Hans Solo, Indiana Jones, but he's best in the Fugitive. Doctor Richard (laughs) Kimball. I watched it with my sister last night. She'd never I seen it before. I didn't kill her. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. I don't care. Well, How dare you? 
He's not Irish. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is great in that. There is a good. I there is a good Patrick for old men the other night. Again. So did I. I watched it two days ago. It's such a. It's such a. Good oh, I've seen that for a long time. Unbelievably yeah. good film. Seems like blow holes in people's heads. It's not sad, that I want to direct you to other podcasts, but yeah. um, there's a podcast called The Rewatchables, where it's just these American guys and they're talking about films and. I listen to them doing No Country for Old Men. I'm like, I've got to watch that yeah. film again, and it's so so good. It's a great film. I'm very guilty of rewatching films over and over again, though. I'll, I'll quite often I'll I'll rewatch a film instead of watching a new film. Yeah, me and too. a new film that I want to watch as well. Isn't it like with restaurants though? Like Sam yes. and I are now just like, mm. I'd rather go somewhere that we know we're going to like than take a punt on somewhere new that might be shit. And I feel the same with films. If it's yeah. like Sunday yeah. night and I'm knackered. Yeah. I'm just going to watch something I know I like. That's my wife's diss at the moment as well. It's like, oh, what are we watching tonight? Are you watching The Dark Knight again? No. No. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's that or it's like, well, we're going to watch Dead Poet Society, which we watched, <laughs> and that is a weird fucking movie. Nothing happens. And then the guy dies. Uh, spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> uh, overrated, underrated, correctly rated. Omelettes. Oh, fucking hell. I don't know how they're rated. Yeah. Um, so underrated then. Yeah. What's your omelette techers? Yeah, you got some omelette uh, game? Uh, Have you been on uh, Saturday Kitchen and all that malarkey? No, no. Would you do that? You must have been asked. No, I wouldn't do it. Um, They'd worry you swearing. They'd worry about your swearing. No, I I, you know what? Um, Simon Rimmer is a good friend, so he's asked a lot of times for Sunday brunch, and I just... I Even just he's done that. Yeah, I just don't I feel... I did daily brunch. Uh, yeah. Back when they took a swing at that, then I went on with Torval and Dean, and I think that buried it. <laughs> That's so good. I was sitting in the green room, like, who are these people? I wish I'd I recorded no that. You I could did do that. That'd be good pants. No. You and you and Rimmer and no, I'm not in. So I did a screen the thing for um, this morning as well, and I just I fucked up. So screen bad. test. Do they screen uh, yeah. test you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, it's like a permanent chef sort of thing. Uh, no, just for a one-off. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, you'd scare the sort of read the watchership. Fucked like, it up so bad. Did you swear? Like, no, I just couldn't cook. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, make us yeah. an omelette, and you're like, no. <laughs> what? what is this hard ball? <laughs> uh, okay, overrated. The final question of overrated, underrated, yeah. or correctly rated: the days of the pharaohs. What? <laughs> Egyptian times. <laughs> don't know. Okay, I don't know. Do you be a fan of a pyramid? No. no? What about a sarcophagus? Am I a fan of a pyramid? Your a pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what know. it is. Crowdfunding is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> ah, that's one. Is it fuck? No, it's not. <laughs> I haven't even talked about that. That has to be part How two. How do you feel about Egyptian times? I'm quite into it, actually. I yeah. like the idea. I like mummification as a... As a <laughs> As a, as a notion, yeah. Uh, Howard Carter, rogue, yeah. Um, into all of it, yeah. I loved it as a kid. Where's Wally? That was my favourite page. The the Egyptian <laughs> yeah. one, yeah. The Sphinx built a massive yeah. cat in the middle of the desert <laughs> wearing a hat thing. He's got like a hat, hasn't he? Like they bury him in. It's like a big yeah. dead cat, but its eyes are open. <laughs> oh, they might be rubies, jewels on its face. I don't know. Uh, um, sorry. Okay, uh, and the quick fire. Second part of the quiz, Garrett. Yeah. Um, what's your pizza of choice? Uh, anchovy and olive. Oh, nice. Yeah. Quite sort of standard. Like you know, are you, are you like, a, oh, I'm going to get barbecue chicken and uh, all of that? No, I just, no. I just, if I, if I can have their money, that's what I have. Isn't it? What's your base of choice? Again, thick or thin? A thin. Thin. That's a good choice, actually. That'd be my yeah. uh, my daughter was eating 
pizza the other day and just like the number of olives she puts in, she had a jar of olives and she was just nice. doing this. Like, I was like, that's quite impressive for a kid. Um, what was the first music you ever loved? Michael Jackson. Oh, really? Yeah. Which, like, yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good record. Yeah. A bit too much guitar on it. Yeah. Um, so with Van Halen all over it. Yeah. I think it was Eddie Van Halen. He's not in a good way, I read the other day. Is he not? No. He's still alive, but not doing well. Uh, How old are you, by the way? Mm. 38. Okay. So, but, Why is yeah, everybody I just, younger than is it, When I think my 12th birthday, I was given the Michael Jackson... Um, like music video anthology thing on VHS and mm. I fucking watched that till it broke I mm. absolutely loved it what's but your favourite fish? <sighs> cool uh, firstly course, looks wise yes. secondly to cook <laughs> well okay so look, oh, oh right okay looks wise probably salmon uh, to cook skate skate yeah. nice well, actually to cook I don't want to fucking cook anything to eat <laughs> to eat yeah, to, to eat, eat skate yeah. Yeah. yeah okay yeah James Oh, I like the way you answered that. To look at monkfish because they're funny, right. or John Dory because they're kind of like ow. Mm. Someone's, someone's, <laughs> someone like what? Someone's ow. Someone's, ow, someone's squeeze me. <laughs> um, did you know, by the way, that flatfish are born with their eyes either side of their head, and then one eye migrates around to the top at puberty. Is that true? <laughs> that is true, except for the puberty. <laughs> Fish don't go through puberty. I, well, they must do. Um. They're sw- swimming around, smoking behind the coral. <laughs> <laughs> then they start getting hair in weird places. <laughs> they grow poops, you can shed them. That's what razor clams are for. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. Uh, to eat Davisol. Okay, and the final question <laughs> of the quickfire. Would you rather be a man with a fork in a world of soup or a man with a spoon in a world of sausages? <laughs> oh, spoon with sausages. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Have you definitely. ever eaten a sausage with a spoon? Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah? In, yeah. Yeah, when... it was. It's not my line. It was what Noel Gallagher described Liam Gallagher. He said he's. He's why he's so angry all the time. He's like a man with a fork in a world of soup. He, did, he didn't make line. the sausage sort of counterpoint. Did he, he didn't. I added that. Yeah. That was all my own work. Yeah, but I'm a lazy eater, so I never pick up the knife. So I, yeah. yeah, I would use the Just fork. The fork. So if all the forks are at home, if all the forks are <laughs> spoon time, quite happy to use a spoon. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'd yeah, spoon with a. I mean, I, I'm like you. Can you still but I'd rather eat everything with a spoon. I mm. like spoon eating. And bowls as well. I love eating out of bowls. And I like to eat. I like to have the bowl or plate in my hand. I'm a bit of a pig, but no, that's it's like. Cum, um, cum, cum, what, cum. Even sitting in a restaurant, you just no, sort of shoveling it in. in. <laughs> where's, where's Gary's <laughs> bowl? I don't use a knife. See you coming through well. the door. That's fucking bad Pull up, but, yeah. pull up in the beamer outside. Bowling. Where's Gary's bowl? Oh God. What's the like? Money no object. What's the what's the dream restaurant you'd open? You must have thought about that. Yes, I have thought about it a lot. I was talking about it last week. Uh, for, for me, like Andrew Edmonds is just fucking perfect. Everything about it is fucking perfect. I I love it. I absolutely love it. And I love, but it hasn't. It's not just you can't you can't open a restaurant to be like that. It's it's evolved like that. Mm. That's that's with time yeah but I just I would love to take over a little place like that I would love that yeah sort of like what we had downstairs the 32 Great Queen Street which closed yeah. last year that had that sort of 
Andrew Edmonds just uh, simple, delicious, but simple's not easy. What's yeah. your Sam? What would be your my ideal restaurant? Yeah, take me out of the equation. Just Sam, Sam. I just out on the lamb. I, I, I was there. I was there on Monday. I'd have the bar at St John. Just mm. and the best thing, which I said to my wife when we were there, I was like. Oh, it's weird. We're out together and it's not pissing it down with rain. Every time we go out, it just rains. Every time we're doing anything together, it rains. And I was like, I'm this is one of the few times I'm disappointed it's not raining because when you sit in the bar at St. John yeah. and you've got the glass windows, which I'm not going to call skylights because they're not really, but I guess they are technically, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not like, it seems like the wrong word. Why are you taking a swing at skylights? Well, no, it just doesn't seem very St. John, does it? Skylights. <laughs> you know, it's St John, so they're like you know wiry, grimy, yeah. And you get the get the rain coming down on it. How they? I mean, they've probably nice. got one star EHO as well. But we're just, <laughs> it is foul in there. Bread and wine. There's always two buckets on the floor to catch the fucking leaks. See, they're yeah. always there. They're always right. there. Let's report men. Get a bit of balance going. Yeah. Uh, Gary, thank you so much for coming down and thank you for listening to the pod. We got that tweet and you said you listened. That was a, that was great. Yeah. That was a highlight of our year actually. Yeah. Listen, I, I I think it's great and it's um and I and it's so fucking good in the car to listen and I um and honestly I do really like you two just chatting. Mm. I I it's funny, it's really funny, it's good, well, it's great. Thanks, dude. Yeah. We're gonna label this as part one. Yeah. And in April, April. we're gonna come up and do yeah. part two. Yeah. Great. Lots more to talk about. Gary, Definitely. thank you. Gusher, F&B artist. <laughs> Thanks. Go in peace. Thank you very much. Cheers, goodbye. Thank bye. you. Say bye, Gary. Bye, Gary. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I can't hell. believe I, that was a generous <laughs> laugh. It was a very generous laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's caught me unawares. <laughs>